All right, welcome to the call, every single one. Um, this is Carissa. I am super excited to be on here tonight as we are going to be discussing every single night here financial leverage for the career professional. And uh, it's a pretty important discussion that we have every single week at this time in your time zone. And it is 8 p.m. Central Time here, um, 9 p.m. at Eastern Time. And for, every, for all the guests that's on the line, this is going to be um, something you could tune into every single week because this is a discussion that we have. And it's pretty exciting tonight because I have a special guest on the line that will be sharing his thoughts and his ideas with us as we continue this discussion, as we pick up from where we've always been picking up from um, here on Financial Leverage for the Career Professionals. And again, my name is Carissa Thomas, the founder of Financial Leverage for the Career Professionals, and we're going to have um, this discussion every single week. So let me actually um, bring up on the line Michael Mosley, who is a phenomenal individual, um, and I want him to go ahead and introduce himself to us as we begin this call. Mike, are you there? I am here. Thank you so much for that warm welcome, Carissa. I do appreciate it. Um, I am Michael Mosley. I am a 28-year-old entrepreneur myself. Um, I've definitely been building my business for about a year, and I've experienced lots of success. Uh, being financially stable has always been a dream of mine starting from the age of 16, and um, I just would like to share the information that I've gained in those years with you all. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, yeah, Mike, I mean, go ahead and just break down a little bit about just having a dream, you know, as a kid, I mean, just from a long time ago, about being financially free. What does that mean to you? Well, financial freedom means not having to worry about anything. You know, if something breaks, having the money to fix it, being able to not owe anyone anything. Um, if I say, if I want to go to a vacation, just go on a vacation just at the whim, I want to be able to just pick up and go, you know, not have to worry about, oh, well, um, I have to save up for X amount of months to go here or I have to save up X amount of dollars to get this item that I really want. Or, you know, I just want to be able to make sure that I'm comfortable with everything that I like in life, you know, uh, to live a lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to and things that I want to do, experience everything in life that is, uh, you know, that, that is there to experience, you know. I don't want to be trapped in one location, um, you know, stuck, tied, chain and ball to, uh, you know, just one place. I'd rather be out and about experiencing life. So how at a young age did you decide that you wanted um, that type of freedom? Well, I actually got a chance to meet uh, when I was younger. Uh, it seemed like a, a large amount of dollars, a guy who made $100,000 a year. Um, and he was he was a bit flashy, you know, drove a nice car and, had nice clothes and nice things, and he talked about all the trips he went on and everything. And I was like, I want to do that. I was like, how did how do you get there? He's like, well, I own a business. He's like, that's the way to go. He was like, you know, get your education, definitely study whatever it is you're, you're passionate about, and turn that passion into your your drive, your force, your why, your reason for you know living every day. You know, push that to the forefront of your mind and make that where you want to be. Um, and myself, I you know, I've always been kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, lost. <laughs> I didn't know exactly what my calling was. I knew I was passionate with music. I knew I was passionate with dance. I knew I was passionate, you know, with learning. Um, and I just ended up taking that in a good direction. Um, I actually ended up starting a marching band for my high school uh, for the alumni. Uh, after I graduated, we got together as a way of showing appreciation to my band director 
And that in itself was enough success to, to kind of give me the uplift to, to shoot for the stars. Wow. So when you say, um, you know, and it's pretty interesting that you talk about passion because sometimes you can be passionate about something, but it doesn't mean that it makes you money. You know, and that's the reality when you think about passion versus business. And so um, I don't know from your own experiences if you can talk a little bit about how sometimes, you know, following your passion is great, but sometimes even following your passion doesn't lead to dollar signs. Well, and I think you have a very valid point there. Um, you know, passion not, doesn't necessarily turn into monetary. Um, it's monetary equivalent. Um, you could have all the passion in the world for cooking um, and never monetize it. You know, you never open up a restaurant, never charge a person for a meal, um, but just doing what you love, you know. Um, the good thing about passion, though, is if you're passionate about something that you can monetize and you do end up monetizing it, um, you know, turning it into uh, your cash flow or, you know, a major investment in your life, it can prove very, very productive. Um, in my life, you know, music hasn't been um, – rewarding financially for me, per se. Uh, I mean, I have skills. I can play my instrument, you know, still to this day. But it's not something that I do professionally. It's more of a hobby for me, you know. Um, I like to go out to concerts and, you know, see artists and go to plays and see, listen to the music that they sing during the play, musicals, uh, those kind of things, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, the opera, <laughs> Madame Butterfly was one of my favorite operas. And uh, it... it it, it, it itself was a big achievement for me to get to at a young age because I had to save up for about three months of my my weekly allowance to get the money to buy the ticket to go. So that right there showed me if I want something, I'd have to save and push towards it. Right. I mean, that's pretty important um, about having that vision for yourself for something more. And so, I mean, a lot of times um, – just interestingly, as we're talking, a lot of times professionals have dreams. I mean, for you, you had a dream um, from since you were younger that you were nurturing. But for professionals, they sort of like confuse the fact that having a passion means that you leave your profession to go after your passion. And um, sometimes, yes, you can leave your profession to go after passion, but sometimes there's a confusion that if you do that, it will lead to, to money and wealth and all these different things. So could you talk a little bit about how professionals should go about thinking about their goals versus owning a business? Because it's two very different things. Absolutely, absolutely. That is two totally different things. You know, owning a business – it's a it's a twofold. It can be very rewarding at the same time, very stressful. You know, um, being a professional. You know, say for instance, if you are um, an office uh, professional, you know, or a manager at a location, you know, or owner, you would have a lot of uh, stress that comes with you know the employees below you, um, trying to manage them and making sure that everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. Whereas with the business. You are the owner. You know, you are the person who controls your entire team. You know, you make sure that they are doing what they're supposed to do. So it goes a little bit beyond that because it's all on you now. It's not just you um, supporting some other guy's dream. It's all your dream, your passion, you know, your um, your wisdom that you're you're trying to relate to other people to let them see your, your dream and your vision for where you want to go. Um, as far as 
as far as the uh, as far as the profession moving from profession to um, to a business, owning a business is not you know all peaches and cream. Like I said, you know it's it's a, it's a stressful thing as well because sometimes you have deadlines you have to meet, um, and you know everything's on you to do those things. Managing that stress is is definitely a thing that professionals have to deal with. Um, and I, I do believe that that's, that's definitely an important part of being a business owner, that you have to have that professionalism there. Exactly. Um, I just, out of curiosity, wanted to ask you, because you said um, when we first jumped on this call, you said that you always wanted to pursue um, your passions and your own entrepreneurial ventures. Um, so I wanted to find out, if a person had to work a job, like how would they manage that aspect of venturing into something where they have obligations at one place, um, but yet still they have this entrepreneurial hunger and drive within them um, as you had when you were a young person um, growing up? Like what does a person have to think about? How is it their mindset? Well, your mindset has to be, you know, whatever it takes, you know. Um, true, you you will have obstacles and things come up. You know, uh, say for instance, you're working a job 40 hours a week, um, and you're thinking of starting your business. That doesn't leave you a lot of time to uh, to build your 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 dream or to start your business and to to you know quench your hunger. Um, but what that does allow you to do is make your time more efficient. So you have to do everything very 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 effectively. Um, you know, everything from marketing yourself to introducing, uh, you know, new clientele to, your, you know, your business. You have to take it very, very, very effectively and make sure that everything you do on every single step is multiplied times 100 because you have just that much less time to do it. Um, even if you have a job where you work, you know, 60-plus uh, hours, you know, that, that kind of thing, can steer you in a way where you're like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. You do. Um, you know, a lot of people neglect to remember that they have time in between, you know, on the route to work, on the way home from work. Sure, your mind may be exhausted from the day, but if it's something that you're doing for your own benefit, why not push yourself to the limit, you know? Um, you, you definitely have the time. You just have to find it and prioritize your life a little bit better. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I came straight from the corporate sector, spent 10 years in the corporate sector, and I always found time. It was odd times, but I found time to pursue my passion and pursue other ventures because I always knew that uh, professionalism is just a vessel. It wasn't something I wanted to do long term because it was just like, or just working in the workforce wasn't something I always envisioned long-term. You know, sometimes I always stumble upon the question, you know, when you sit down for a job interview and they go, where do you see yourself in five years? And I always said, hmm, I wonder where I see myself in five years. You know, you want to say, you want to say, well, I see myself with you, but deep down, <laughs> you sort of think, hmm, I really think I want to, um, you know, I see myself not here kind of. And there's something within you that kind of says, you know what, um, that's, that might be wrong, but you know it's right within you, you know. And so I can imagine professionals struggling with that kind of um, feeling within themselves where they have someone who sits down with them and says, hey, where do you see yourself five years from now? And the right answer is to say, I see myself here five years moving up this, this, 
this corporate sector, you know, with you and really changing the force. And, you, and, you know, we say the things that people want to hear, but we never really say things that we want to hear, you know. And so how do you really nurture that voice within yourself? And, guys, here today we're, for, we're, we're talking live on financial leverage for the career professionals, and I'm here live with Michael Mosley here, who's given us some great advice here on this phone call. So, Mike, what do you think about how do you nurture that voice within yourself when, you're, when everything around you is telling you that it should be a different voice? How do you really listen to yourself? Well, you just have to look deep down inside of yourself, you know, and, and ask yourself, is this what you really want to do? Um, you know, I've told myself a thousand times at least, you know, you're not going to be successful in this. You're not going to be, um, you know, able to do this. You, you're going to fail. You know, everyone's going to laugh at you. You're going to be, you know, a failure. But one good thing that I, I, I always keep in the back of my mind, Thomas Edison failed a thousand times before he found the correct way uh, to do, uh, to invent the light bulb. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, you have to keep trying things and keep telling yourself that you can do it. Uh, kind of defeat what I call thinking, thinking, thinking. That comes from a, a, one of my very, very favorite speakers, uh, Jim Rohn. He calls it thinking, thinking. Um, and that can be, you know, that can beat you up in anything you do in life. You know, if you're an athlete, you know, uh, when you tell yourself you can't, you know, run to the 50-yard line in 30 seconds, you know, you can't do this. And, of course, you won't be able to do it until you take the step and you push yourself to you, you finally do it. You know, you train and you train and you train. Uh, a musician, you know, you'll never be able to play a certain speed of music or you'll never be able to play a certain note on a wind instrument, you know. You keep pushing yourself and training yourself until you get there. Um, small steps, small goals definitely, definitely will feed that um, that need for um, approval that, you you know, you're searching for. Um, as far as, you know, that, that that question, it's funny you should mention that that question actually uh, came up uh, on one of my last job interviews, and and I I see I, I told him I was like, well, I see myself making um, at least a hundred thousand dollars a month, um, you know, and it, it's they're like, well, how how is that going to happen? I was like, well, I was like, I have an entrepreneurial spirit, so. I mean, true. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not going to be here, but I'm just saying I, I see myself making a hundred thousand dollars, no matter what you think. I see myself that you know, uh, making that much money. So um, that's just uh, that's what it all boils down to. You know, happiness is you have to be kind of, and I hate to sound a little bit uh, cliche, but everything is done in the pursuit of happiness. You know, um, and that's that's what it's all about. You have to find out what makes you happy and follow that voice. Right. I mean, it's pretty interesting that you say, you know, I mean, I'm sure that's not what the employer wanted to hear, you know. And so sometimes we really have to go against the odds and listen to ourselves. I mean, for you, if you see yourself making over $100,000 a month in monthly income, you know, well, I don't, you know, I could see an employer saying, well, he's probably not the right fit for the job. You know what I mean? And so what does a person do when, when what, they're, when they need a job, what do they do when they're supposed to say, well, they're not supposed to say that, you know, and how are they supposed to really know that in the heart of their hearts that they want to do something and it's it's desire that they're going to pursue because they know that they're an entrepreneur, but it's not what an employer wants to hear. How does a person go about handling that situation? Well, I mean, and you can you can address, you can, for lack of a better word, dress it up a little bit, you know. Um, 
say I, I see myself being successful, um, being a leader, uh, definitely creating lots and lots of uh, revenue for uh, the company that I, I'm going to be employed with at that time. You know, I see myself as being a game changer for that company. Um, you know, someone that's going to shoot for the stars and not stop until I reach them, you know. Uh, going for the top, never stopping. And I mean, you can even address just as that. To to the employer, that, that satisfies their need, you know, that that they want someone that's going to be there working, you know, that's going to be pushing towards their goals, you know, and whatever goal they set, they feel that they're going to shoot for the stars and try to over-surpass that goal, which is a good thing, um, you know, Every company wants someone that's going to go above and beyond um, and try to, you know, make the company's dream just that much more powerful. Um, but it, it, uh, it all lies in how you, you know, uh, you phrase it to the, the company, how you uh, are able to, to say those words. Now, Mike, you know, um, it's pretty interesting that, you know, as I went on tour last year and I, I realized and I was speaking to people and, there are people that are working two and three jobs. And I feel as if there's a huge crisis, you know, happening in, in our, you know, generation that there is, there is a generational gap that's going to be taking place if not has, I mean, it has already begun where, you know, people are really, really struggling. And, you know, it's, it's even received on the news that they're raising, they're trying to raise the minimum wage, you know, from, you know, a, some places a dollar, some places, you know, 50 cents, you know, and, and just so that they can put more money in people's pockets. But it's still not enough for people. And and people are really hurting out there, you know, the rate of inflation, everybody's getting their cut. The government's getting their cut when, you know, when we work, when a person works and they go ahead and they do what they have to do. Um, but how do we really what what are we supposed to really do? Because there is there's a huge gap going on. And what I love about, you know, everything that we're saying is that yes, the reality is that there's inflation. The reality is that there is there's a gap. Some people are working two and three jobs. I mean, four jobs, I mean, I've heard recently and they're still struggling. Um and so now we're leaving with we're left with people with no time to spend with their families, no time to eat, no time to do anything, no time to even live life. I mean we're in such a, a 24-7 based society that it's making it so impossible for people to really even find the entrepreneur spirit within themselves and really still live a life, you know, still live. And what I love about the fact that about me and you is that, I mean, the great thing is that we understand creating leverage in our lives. We understand that we need multiple streams of income. We understand that you know, we actually are in business together, you know, through network marketing, which is a huge vessel for people who aren't familiar with, um, who just want to go about nurturing an entrepreneurial spirit but don't have the means and finances to even have an umbrella business such as a traditional business, only, you know, your own storefront business. But how, you know, a little bit about network marketing, what do you think about that? Well, it's definitely, definitely important that you have multiple streams of income coming in. Um, especially, and I think that was really, really evident here recently with the government shutdowns. Um, because, you know, when the government shut down, that left a lot of people stranded. You know, they're like, oh, uh, so what do I do now? <laughs> I just have to wait for them. Like, they, you know, they're like, oh, it'll just be a day or two, and then it turns into two weeks, and there's still no progress, and everyone's looking like, uh, I got bills that are not waiting on you guys. And. <laughs> 
I know you're saying you're going to pay us back, pay, but uh, I kind of need this stuff now. So, I mean, it, it does get a little harder. And definitely having that extra stream of income would satisfy that, you know, in case anything happens. You just want to always have a plan B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, and then maybe one, two, three after that. Um, you know, you just want to always have a backup plan to your backup plan to your backup plan. The people that are working, you know, two and three jobs, um, it, it's kind of like they're shooting themselves in the foot. Um, you know, one job was made for one person. You know, it shouldn't be multiple people working, you know, one person working multiple jobs um, in the literal sense of, you know, the actual being employed by someone else. Um, it, it should be just one person working each job because, at the end, in the end of it, you know, you're going to end up paying more taxes. So you're going to end up losing more of your money that you're working hard to get, which it, it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Um, you know, you're, you're just basically working to pay taxes. You know, um, of course, everyone has rent. Everyone has, you know, light bill, electric bill, gas bill, you know, everything. And, and it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. The good thing about owning multiple streams of income or having those coming in, whether it be investments or having, you know, business and a side business and another side business, is that, you know, you have that security in knowing that, you know, you'll be taken care of no matter what. Um, and, that, and I think that's a really good thing about our industry is that it provides you with, you know, the option to do so without having to pay the total, you know, upfront cost that most, most business owners do have and, you know, with with starting your own business, your own regular brick and mortar business, it can have you know side effects such as you're not making a return on your investment, or you know you having to wait two or three years to get a return on your investment. Whereas with network marketing, you know you, you can get your investment return back to you in some companies, uh, you know in a matter of minutes, and some companies a month, you know, and, and it's a relatively short amount of time without the full risk of you know putting a ten thousand dollar loan up and only getting $5,000 profit, you know, still having to pay that other 5000 out of pocket. So, I mean, it can definitely benefit you to have multiple streams of income. Now, how does a person not get so distracted, though? Because I hear, I hear you mentioning a person should have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way up to Z, <laughs> and a 1, 2, 3 followed by that. But how does a person really, like, when do they understand or know that they can't go from A to Z without – having a sort of a focus in the direction because sometimes you have people who say, yeah, I need A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and they, they have all these plans and they do all this stuff and nothing works and they're just all over the place. Now, how do you prevent that? Well, that's a good, that's a good question, yes. My, my goal is I focus on one at a time, you know, get one up and running. Make sure that you're successful, that your team is established, your, you know, your foundation is set. Just like when you're building a house, you know, you don't just throw all the pieces together and there's a house. You know, you start with your foundation. Actually, you clear your land first, then you start with your foundation. When you get your foundation built, you can start building onto it, you know, um, you know, putting the frame of the house together, going back and adding in each individual room. And that's kind of what you do with the business. You build your own house. You start with your foundation, you know, whatever your primary business or, you know, um, whatever you, you know, are using for income, you start with that. That lays your foundation. So that's that's going to be your solid building there. Then you have your things like investments, which should be your frame of your house or other businesses. Um, you want to definitely make sure that, again, your foundation is strong before you start to even think about building the frame of the house. Otherwise, you're just going to have a crumbled house, um, you know, the, jack, the house that Jack built. <laughs> it's going to tumble in on you. So 
you want to you want to find something that's going to be number one um, a legacy company, something that's going to be around for a while. You don't want something that's going to be here today, gone tomorrow. You know that's going to be again wasted time and effort. And time is the most important thing that we have. It's something that you can never get back. You know. So you want to make sure you're spending your time effectively. You want to make sure that your your number one primary business is growing um, and is flourishing before you decide to move to something else. Now, if you're not getting the support that you need, maybe you need to do some you know self improvement, which will still help with building that foundation, which is your mindset, your team. You're building the business with the legacy company that's not going to fall under. Right, exactly. Um, I know we just have maybe a, a short more time here on this call. And again, um, this is Carissa Thomas, your host, and I have with me on the line here, Michael Mosley, sharing some phenomenal information with us today just for financial leverage for the career professionals. And this call targets a lot of professionals, or we invite a lot of professionals onto this call because it's really important to, you know, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of pride in professionalism and um sometimes with all the pride that we have in professionalism, it inhibits us from thinking about ourselves. It inhibits us to, to, to not even think about our own goals and dreams and how to pursue it. And not only that, it, it excludes us from people helping us achieve those goals. You know, sometimes um, the, it's our, our misconception of what we think, you know, of who is going to give us information to be successful. It's just sometimes it's our misconception of life, you know, that prevents us from getting the right information that we need for ourselves, from seeking out the right people. So many people are surrounded by the wrong people in their lives and getting the wrong information from people in their lives. Um, and, you know, it comes back to being in a circle, you know, and who's in your circle is a reflection of who you are. You know, birds of a feather flock together. I've heard it all my life. And I was like, well, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know. But then it's evident, especially when you, you, when you venture into the world of business and you start to see that there are people that with all these limiting beliefs, and you're like, wait a minute, oh, my goodness, these people have been limiting me from achieving my goals, from me moving beyond what I think is professional or moving beyond what I think is acceptable in the workplace or, you know, to get me to where I need to go. So, Mike, I just want you to speak on that just a little bit um, about how can we get out of our own way, you know, or get out of our, our own pride to, to really fulfill dreams and to welcome information from people that we don't know, maybe people that, uh, you know, may not um, even be on the same professional level as us. You know, sometimes people really limit themselves when it comes to getting information. This is true. This is so true. I mean, it, it, it all boils down to, you know, you can take a look at where has the people that you've been hanging around gotten you so far compared to where you want to go. You know, if the people that you're hanging around are all broke, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to be, let's say first you're, you're hanging out with nine broke people, you're going to be the tenth broke person because you're hanging around nothing but people that are down. Whereas if you hang out with people that are, you know, have something going for themselves, and it's something that my mom always told me growing up. She's like, you are who you hang around. So just know that, you know, um, hang with people that are positive, that build you up, that, that, uh, that for lack of a better word, increase your personality, um, you know, and, and the way you find that, even if it's from a stranger, is just look for people with like-minded goals, you know. If you see yourself being an entrepreneur, you know, find a find a, a friend or, you know, um, a local group meeting or even, you know, 
search the internet. Talk to people. Um, you'll find a you'll find someone that is going to be on the same wavelength as you. Even things like you know, I don't know if you, anyone on the on the call has ever read the Law of Attraction or seen the movie. Um, it's a very very powerful thought process. You know, you think positive thoughts and positive things come to you. You draw into your life. Things that are drawn to your life are what you think about most. So, you know, you think about debt, you're going to be surrounded by debt brokenness. You know, people that don't have a down to their name, you're going to be surrounded by that. If you think about prosperity and wealth and you change your, your, your way of processing information and observing things, things in your life will change as well. So, I mean, that's definitely something uh, that comes along with self-development um, and just finding um, for lack of a better word, new crowd. <laughs> right. I mean, exactly. It's just, it's a lot of stuff going on out there. And uh, before we wrap up, Mike, how can people get in touch with you? Um, what is a way that they can find you? Um, you can actually find me on Facebook. Um, I'm listed as M space GMT space Mosley uh, on Facebook. I can also be reached on my Twitter which is um, one money Mike. Um, you can also email me at Mr. Mosley is hiring now at gmail dot com. And what is your website? My website. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I always forget that. It is Mr. Mosley is hiring now dot com. Say it again. Mr. Mosley is hiring now dot com. Oh, that's excellent. Mike, I'm just so glad to have you on the call here tonight. Um, it's just super important that we really reach out to professionals and really have this discussion as we have this discussion every single week. And we, we cover different topics. And we just, you know, just pique people's interest about, you know, it, as opposed to running home and, or listening to junk on the radio, we have a discussion, a discussion that should be able to um, jumpstart you, to help you start thinking about, different options in your life, different things, you know, because I was actually uh, a few minutes ago, um, I was standing before a crowd, and, you know, I asked several questions, and some of the questions I, I, I was um, asking were, you know, who, who in this room, you know, ha have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, who in this room, you know, and I, and I asked various questions, and, and the questions that I asked, I mean, we had different hands going up, so that means that we have people in all spaces within their lives. And it's important because people are thinking about what are they going to do, what, what can they do, maybe the path that they dreamt of. You know, as a little kid, we have all these dreams about what we're going to do and who we're going to be, and then the reality hits when we become an adult, and then we do stupid, silly stuff, right, and put ourselves in debt and do all these things that we, we, we make mistakes, right? And then it's like, how do you really recover from those things? And it's important for us to really have this discussion every single week about this, and so this way we could actually go out and make a difference not only in our lives, but be able to bring in multiple streams of income into our lives, be able to be partnered with the right individuals. You know, so definitely reach out to Mike Mosley here on his website, his Facebook, Twitter, be able to reach out to him. And, you know, every single week we're here back here at this call on this line, and you're definitely here with your host, Carissa Thomas. So, Mike, any last words you have for our audience before we end this? session tonight? Uh, I just want to tell you guys, uh, definitely keep your options open. You know, um, risk takers get the farthest in life. Um, I want to thank you, Carissa, for having me tonight. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, and you guys have a great rest of your week. 
All right, excellent. Thank you so much. Well, with that being said, it's a wrap for us, so we'll catch you next time on Financial Leverage for the Career Professional next week, same time, same place, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Bye-bye.